Hey, hey, sister, let's get ready to lace up and level up because we are Hot Girl Walking and Talking. I'm Maggie, your host and hype girl. I hope you are having a wonderful week. We are almost at the weekend. We are almost at the end of January, which really blows my mind. But wherever you are right now, whatever you're doing, I hope that you are 100% in. If you are on your hot girl walk, I want you to pull your shoulders back and walk as if it's the most fabulous walk you've ever had in your life. If you're grocery shopping, if you're hanging out at home, wherever you are right now, just be right here. Women ask me all the time about practicing mindfulness and what that really means and how to get better at it. And I got to be really honest with you. The only way that you can get better at mindfulness is by doing it. And it's going to feel messy and it's not going to feel like it's right because we are bombarded with information all day long. We are constantly looking at things, reading things, hearing things. Most of the time, we don't even notice that we are just overstimulated basically every second that we are awake. So of course, when you practice mindfulness and you try to just be present in the moment, really listening to and focusing on whatever it is that you have right in front of you, it's going to feel almost impossible because our brains have adapted to being overstimulated. So when you try to calm all of that down, bring it back to center, and really focus on what you're doing in the moment, it's not easy. But I promise you, it does get easier. But just like with anything that is worth having in your life, you got to push through. You got to work through the kinks. You have to understand that you got to suck at it first before you get really good at it. And even when you do practice it for some time and you do feel like you're getting the hang of it, there's still going to be hiccups. There's still going to be moments and days where it's harder to practice that mindfulness because you've got some bigger stuff going on. You know, this is something that I really try to work on every single day. And I still have those moments where I get these racing thoughts, my anxiety starts to kick in, and it feels like there's no way I could come back into the present moment. But that's where the practice comes in. That's what you're working for. It doesn't really feel like much in the moment, but as you continue to do it, you are building that discipline and you are training your brain to do what you want it to do, which in this case is be mindful, be present, shut out all of the outside things because they're still going to be there when you're done. No matter what it is that you're trying to focus on, whether it's listening to a podcast and being all in or meditating or spending time with your family, your kids, your spouse, focus on being all in. And I will say when it comes to spending time with your family or with loved ones, one of the easiest things that you can do to be more mindful is put your phone down. If you are spending time with somebody and they are talking to you, they're telling you stories, and you have your phone in one hand and you're reading or scrolling, you might think that you can multitask, but research has shown over and over that we actually really suck at multitasking. So you might think that you're in two places at once, but more often than not, you're distracted. So you're saying, yeah, I'm listening as you're scrolling on your phone and then 25, 30 seconds goes by and you're like, what was that? That's really offensive and it really isn't good for relationship building. So if you find yourself having free time with family, friends, spouses, kids, whomever, put your phone down, do both of you a favor 
and work on strengthening that relationship. Um, I'm also guilty of this, although I try to be super mindful about it because when I am with my husband or I'm with friends or I'm with anybody that I care about, I want them to know that I care about them. And I don't want to be distracted. I don't want to miss what they're saying because in in our current society, we are so bombarded with technology and social media and there's such a lack of human connection. Why on earth would I add to that in my personal relationships? I think that's silly. So that would be probably my other biggest tip for practicing mindfulness. Don't try to multitask in anything that you're doing. If you're trying to be mindful, focus on one thing and keep practicing even when it feels difficult. Your brain is going to fight back because it's used to doing things a certain way and you're challenging the status quo, which takes time to retrain, but it is so possible and you are so capable. Now that we got that out of the way, let's jump right into the bulk of the show and something that I really feel passionate about and I want to talk about it as much as possible because it's so, to me, it's such an important concept. So you know the saying, winners never quit? I used to believe that for my entire life. I was always that person that said, if I want to succeed, if I want to be a winner, if I truly want to get where I want to go, I can never quit. And then yesterday or the day before, I saw this quote by Dave Ramsey, who was like this, you know, giant money guy. He's all about budgeting and getting yourself out of debt. He posted something on Facebook two days ago that said, in quotes, winners never quit. And then he said, yes, they do. They quit doing stupid stuff. And that changed my entire perspective on that saying, on the way that we look at quitting and what it actually means to be a quitter. Because I've always felt this way, but I never really put it into words the same way that Dave Ramsey did two days ago. And I want you to really think about this. If you are on a journey to thriving and succeeding and reaching all of your goals, which I know you are because that's why you're here, I want you to think about how incredibly important it is to be a quitter when it matters. You need to be willing to quit all of the things that are no longer serving you. They've probably never served you, but you just kind of ignored that and you just let them be in your life. We're talking about Toxic family members, toxic friends, toxic situations, unhealthy job situations, all of these things that are holding you back from truly thriving and living your best life, you got to be a quitter. And the more that I think about it, I love being a quitter because it takes courage to be a quitter. It takes courage to leave these things behind and to push them out of your life because you are choosing you and your success, your health, your happiness. Most people cannot do that. Instead, and maybe this sounds familiar, instead, here's what most people do. They can acknowledge that there are unhealthy and toxic people, places, and things in their life, but instead of being brave and quitting those things and walking away from them, they continue to allow those things in their life and then they just complain that those things are in their life. They love the drama. They love the chaos of these people who are hurting them and this job that sucks, but they just can't do anything about it. That's what most people do. 
and I'm really sorry, but I don't think there's anything noble or admirable about it at all. But what is admirable is actually putting your foot down for yourself and saying, I don't deserve this in my life. I don't deserve what it's doing to me. So I am leaving it right here and I'm moving forward. It's not coming with me. That is one of the most courageous things you could ever do. And in a sense, that means that you are the biggest quitter. And I love you for it. I love me for it. So if we look at it like this and we think, okay, so being a quitter is a good thing in the sense that it means we're leaving behind the things that we don't deserve in our life. And the next question that inevitably comes up from that is how do I really do that? How do I truly quit the things that are no longer serving me? And I want to make this completely transparent from the beginning. There are easier things to quit and there are much more difficult things to quit especially when we're talking about people and maybe people or family members that have been in your life forever that you've always just kind of put up with their stuff. You, you tried not to rock the boat, but you know it's not serving you. That's the difficult end of things. But if you really take inventory of the things in your life that are no longer serving you, I would bet that you could find those things that are also easier to quit. Taking your 15-minute break at work every day to go for a 15-minute walk instead of just scrolling on your phone, that's a pretty easy thing to quit. It still requires work and practice because your brain has gotten accustomed to a certain habit, but that's a lot easier to quit than creating boundaries or completely walking away from a relationship that is not serving you or helpful for you at all. So there is a spectrum here. But I want you to know that no matter what it is that you want to quit, it's possible. But remember, most people don't even try because it does take work and it takes that courage. So instead, most people just allow the negative things to stay in their life and then they just complain to everybody that will listen. You could be that person. You could take that route. But I know you're not that person because you're here right now. And the best place to start and I recommend this for almost anything, the best place to start is by taking time to sit with yourself and either have a notebook or have some type of notes app open. And I need you to get really real with yourself. What is it that you want to quit? What are all of the things that are not serving you? And this is a difficult exercise because a lot of the times we don't want to admit to ourselves that there's something or someone that we need to leave in the past to continue to grow and heal. That's a really painful process. And sometimes it touches on trauma. So it's hard to expose these wounds because we feel like if we admit it to ourselves, then we're opening up this vault that's going to destroy us. And that's not true. It's okay if it feels painful. But the more that you do this, just like with mindfulness or anything else, the easier it gets. And I want you to know that you can take a full inventory of all of the things that you want to quit in your life. And even if it's not possible to quit all of these things right now, it is still so worth it to get everything out there. To really be honest with yourself, because if you can't be honest with yourself, what is there? You are on this journey to make yourself better and to thrive and transform. 
But if you're going to lie to yourself, which you know, if you're afraid to write something down because you don't want to admit it, you're already thinking it, you know you're lying to yourself. And where is that going to get you? It's okay if you can't actually quit everything right now, but you need to be willing to be honest about everything. Because being honest with yourself and really identifying these pieces of you that you need to quit, that's what's going to move the needle forward on your journey. I was just having this conversation with a client the other day, and she had some really painful stuff that she had a very hard time admitting to me. And I could tell it was a completely different energy shift when we started to dig into this stuff. But here's the thing. She already knew what she didn't want to admit to me. So we really worked on this process of getting honest with herself so that she could get honest with me so that we could focus on the healing piece to be able to keep moving forward in her journey because she has made incredible progress up until this point. And now we've come across something new that I didn't know before because she felt the shame and she felt the guilt. She didn't want to admit it to me, but she knew she was lying. She was lying to me. She was lying to herself by trying to act like this part of her did not exist. So there's so much power in this exercise to be able to get everything out on paper that you know is no longer serving you. And it's okay if it feels painful. And I want to remind you that if you need help with this, please, please, please reach out to me. Let me help. Hey Maggie at weprevail.biz. I would love to be of assistance in this process because I know how painful it can feel and I know how powerful the outcome is. So once you are able to truly get honest with yourself, get all of this down on paper, the next step is to prioritize. And this may not feel easy either. It's okay. It's not supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be challenging. And I know it's cliche, but if this was easy, everybody would have done it already. And almost nobody does it because they would rather stay stuck and just complain about it. So starting to prioritize this is giving you an idea. Again, like I said earlier, there are easier things that we can quit and there are much more difficult things that we can quit. So as you start to prioritize, you can start to visually see where the easier quits are and where the more difficult quits are. And this might take some time. That's totally okay. There's no rush. There's no time limit. There's no grade. You can't fail this test. It's only meant to make you better. So I want you to start to prioritize what is easier to start to quit or make swaps for and what's more difficult. What's going to take more time, energy, maybe even assistance from somebody else. And once you've got your priorities in place, now you can start to bridge the gaps because when you're doing this exercise, there's a really good chance that you are just completely engulfed in that current exercise. And you're probably feeling overwhelmed. You're probably feeling like, oh my goodness, how am I supposed to make all of these changes? But here's where the fun part comes in because now you get to bridge the quitting that you want to do with the person that you are choosing to become. Because again, the main reason that you're doing this is because you know you're meant for more. You know that you want to unleash that potential and really thrive and crush your goals. So now focus on 
who are you choosing to become and what needs to happen? What do you need to do and be to be that person? What I'm basically asking for here is alignment. I want you to look at your priority list of things that you need to quit, match them up with who you are becoming, and figure out the best way to make those quits. And sometimes it's a full-on quit. Sometimes it's just something that you need to work on completely letting go. Smoking cigarettes is a really great example of that. I cannot think of one benefit to continue smoking cigarettes. And here's where the brain rewiring part comes in because I know I've mentioned before that when it comes to creating new habits, we can't actually break a habit. We need to replace it with a new, healthier habit. So I'm going to apply that here because when it comes to quitting, I want you to be a quitter, but I also understand that when it comes to quitting and you're trying to quit something that's a bad habit, it makes the most sense to replace that habit. So yes, you're quitting it, but in the process, you're replacing it with something better so that you can truly create the new habit because our brains don't understand breaking habits. That's just not a thing. So when it comes to the habits that you are trying to quit, instead of thinking about it as quitting, think about it as replacing. Now, once you get to the more difficult quits, such as creating boundaries with toxic family members or leaving a job that is no longer serving you, I need you to understand that these things are probably going to be much more in depth and require more time and energy, and that's okay. So let's say you have a job that you really hate and you know that you want something different. You know that you're, you're wasting your potential at this job. I'm not saying you need to go in tomorrow, tell your boss to pound sand and walk out with your belongings unless you really want to. I mean, hey, if that's your thing, if that's just what you need to do, then girl, go do it. But for most of us, that's not usually how it happens. So what do you need to start doing on the back end to find that new job? Do you need to freshen up your resume? Do you need to start networking with new people, going to job fairs, reaching out to other companies and looking to see what's available? There are so many different steps, but that's where this brainstorming process comes into place because the more that you can list these different ideas, the more that your brain starts to understand that you are serious about making the changes. And just like with anything else that you're trying to implement in your life, if you want this to be a part of who you are and who you are becoming, then I want you to come back to this every day or every other day and make it something that's always on your radar so that you can focus on making the quits that you need to make and creating action plans and brainstorming on how to make the quits for the more difficult things. And it might feel really phony at first, it might feel really weird, but remember, this is basically you creating another new habit by focusing on the things that you want to change because you're in alignment with who you want to become. It's going to feel weird at first because this isn't who you currently are and it's not what your brain is currently accustomed to. That's okay. Keep pushing through it. Keep working on it. And if you run into roadblocks, reach out to me. Let me know how I can help. Hey Maggie at weprevail.biz. So here's what I'm going to leave you with. You are so ready for this new part of your journey and focusing on the things that you need to let go of that are no longer serving you. And if it feels scary, that's a really good thing because that means something incredible is about to happen. So I want you to 
sit with that discomfort, push through it, and remember that you are an awesome quitter. Go make it happen, and I will catch you on the flip side.